Mark Nepo said that courage is staying close to your core. That's the origin of the word. I'm out right now on the shore of Georgian Bay, just outside of Wyerton. I'm just on my way up to the grotto. Although I grew up in this area in Meaford, I've never been up. I don't think I've ever been up to Cape Croker. And so I thought I would go stay close to one's core. As I do this podcast, the I hope that we are at one of the peaks of the coronavirus COVID-19 fear spikes. I went to the bulk barn and I brought all my containers that I would normally fill up, flax seeds and whatever, black licorice for the dude. And they said, oh no, sorry, we don't do that anymore. That's on pause because of the coronavirus. And then cafes are not using recyclable or reusable mugs. You can't bring your travel mug in. And the man who shall remain nameless south of us has said that the states will no longer receive flights from Europe. What I'm trying to discern is what is real. Because it's real, right? We've got, this is a disease and some people are dying. But what is also hysteria and what is overreactivity? And I think the only way to know that is not by Googling through Dr. Google because you know that that's never a good idea, but to stay close to oneself. Every time one of these flus comes around and everyone hits the five alarm fire button, I think, but what about our immune systems? So what taxes our immune system is stress, um, isolation, Bad eating, so not eating fresh foods and whole foods, eating from a can. Uh, What else? Social isolation. Yeah, so those are the main things. So here we go. We are going to self-isolate, cut ourselves off from other humans and other creatures. We are going to raise our stress level, believing that if we touch anyone, that we could get really sick. And we're going to eat from cans and dehydrated foods. Here we go. And in the fear, we will completely abandon our bodies, right? Because we always do when we get sick. There's that super um, disassociative place where we just leap out and think, well, it's not safe to be here anymore, so I'm going to evacuate. And I think about that thing I had at the bulk barn and think, well, great. So now we're going to use hand sanitizer, which we know is causing a massive amount of disease in the world to have a sterile world. We are going to revert back to plastic and we know what that's doing to the world. Like, don't you think there's a part of this where the earth is saying, people, get it together and I'm going to shake you off otherwise. 
And so here we go, we go backwards and we isolate and we use plastics and we, we lose our minds, we lose our bodies. And we do the exact opposite of what Mark Nepo says, of what courage is. Stay close to one's core. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay close to my core. And I'm going to listen to me and my wisest self. There's a truck that's just about to go by. If you hear a sound, that's what it is. Otherwise, it's ravens and Georgian Bay. Crows. I really believe in community. I'm an introvert. I need time on my own. I need time to introvert. I need time to put myself back together where my mind isn't being hijacked by another person's thoughts or questions or conversation. And that's why I'm here, actually, is I've just taken a week off and asked a friend of mine if I could just spend some time in her place while she was at work and uh, just be, right? just listen to self and listen to my soul for a while. But I I believe in community. At night, I'm going to hang out with her. We're going to drink some wine and talk. And she's one of my oldest friends, soulmate friends. To me, that's part of staying close to my core is she knows me and I know her. And we're not going to lie to each other. And there's healing in that. There's strengthening in that. And I'm not going to get stronger alone. I'm not going to get stronger in isolation eating plastic and wrapping myself in saran wrap. I have this practice that I do. And if you imagine, maybe even if you're standing while you're listening to this, or you could stand for a moment, or you could do this seated, you could even do it lying down. But I imagine that when I exhale, I pull the muscles of my pelvic floor up and in. So it's a really natural part of your exhale. If you make sure that when you inhale, you really expand your belly. And then when you exhale, there's this drawing in and back toward the sacrum. So um, when I do that, I imagine that that sucking in of the muscle of the pelvic floor is actually this volcano erupting up into the core. And what I love about that is that it's not only this upward eruption through all the diaphragms of my body, but there's also the subsequent and contradictory flow of lava. And so the lava is like my ribs and my shoulder blades, uh, even my tailbone, my pubic bone, the outsides of my legs and the outsides of my arms. So as the muscle is drawing up, I want that to come right from the arches of my feet. So I pull my inner ankle bones up draw right up through the center of my body and then this lava flows out over the outside and it's incredibly dynamic and to me it means that my core does not begin in my belly but it actually begins in the arches of my feet and it carries me right up through the center and then I let go of the waste material via lava and part of for me that waste material is fear fear, illusion, lying to myself. I want to get all the lava to flow and take that away. I can just burn it off. Try it out. To me, that's courage. That is staying close to my core. I'm reading this book 
and I can't remember the name of it right now, of course. Oh, it's called Stillness, I think. And it's about cranial sacral therapy, but he does it in a way that he doesn't want any intervention. He doesn't believe that any therapist should have the mentality of, I'm going to fix this or I'm going to change this. But what he does believe is in simply the listening. And he talks about this original line, this central line of the body, that when we're first created, it's one of the first things that is created. And I wonder if in a yoga context, that's Shushumna Nadi. The concepts are still quite unclear to me because I'm not trained in cranial work. And I, so I just have to listen through my body. And then I hope that as I vibrate with the thought that I will understand it. And typically I find that's a really great way for me to learn. So, so there's this, let's just call it a central line. I know that's not what he calls it. And he talks about the inhalation, the respiration before we actually feel the breath. So when we think about things like subtle body, which is our energetic body, I think that's what he's talking about. And that is Shashumna Nadi. And so it's that place where we start to breathe before we really know we're breathing. We're supposed to practice our meditation and our yoga to still the restless mind. Not to master downward dog, not to master a headstand or a handstand but to still the restless mind. And in the stilling of the restless mind, the theory goes that we will hear disturbances earlier and earlier in our energetic field, that we'll bear witness to them. And then we can course correct earlier and earlier. So I'm someone that has fairly dense fascia. I find I'm really tight across my shoulders and sort of Ida Rolf's idea about the 12th rib area and upwards. So sort of respiratory diaphragm up to the diaphragm, the collarbones. And so the image I'm playing with now with all of this, and I promise this is my normal tangential wandering and I'll bring it home, but my wondering is... Can I get the thickened fluid of the fascia, so the jelly-like fluid that for me becomes quite thick? There seems to me a gumminess in it, like sap before it flows. So instead of working from the outside in with my tune-up balls, massage my even my yoga practice in some ways and I'm still going to do all that but could I let the other part of my focus be from the inside out from Shushumna Nadi Ida and Pingala so the three main meridians spinal cord and then the two meridians that flow like the serpents up the blade of the caduceus you know that medical symbol how there's a serpent that serpents along one side crisscrossing, another one on the other side, and each point at which those serpents crisscross is a chakra. So that's Ida and Pingala. Ida on the left, Pingala on the right. Shushumna is the blade of the sword. 
So can I still my restless mind through sitting beside Georgian Bay, a magnificent, powerful body of water, like Huron just behind me? Can I still my restless mind in my meditation? Most of all, please hear this. If you don't meditate, if you don't sit by bodies of water, turn off the media. Stop listening. Because they are only fanning your restless mind. So can I still my restless mind to the point at which I can hear that central line inside, that point of origin, Shisham Nanadi. And can I get back to the vibration of that and work from there bearing witness to this body of water because I am a body of water? Can I bear witness to the current of Georgian Bay or Lake Huron or me and vibrate out from that original current of belonging? That original current of belonging. Can my courage come from that core knowing of my original vibration. Mark Nepo said we are more together than we are separate or than we are apart. The fungus, the mushrooms, the lichen in a forest, they talk to each other all the time. They talk through the vibration What I've come to know about myself through coaching, strength finding, listening, tuning in underneath the restless mind, what I've come to find out is that my true nature is actually a spider. And the way in which I am a spider, one of the ways, is that when I do this podcast and when I write and when I teach when I share with people I actually listen on this web of connection I want to listen underneath the noise and spiders think through their webs they process their thoughts they perseverate and make decisions through the weaving of their webs and the drawing of taut or loose. Being that I've been teaching for a long time, and teaching for about 22, 23 years maybe, I no longer go into class with a lesson plan. I have a whole bunch of lesson plans in my head. But I don't go in knowing what I'm going to teach. Instead, what I do is I tune into the hum of the web. I have conversations with people as they're going into the room, I listen a little bit to the media to find out what people are going to be freaking out about because we're all freaking out. I might listen to a podcast by someone like Mark Nepo. 
And then from that listening to the hum, I come up with a heart song. I think what it is, is it's going to that original vibration inside and finding the thing that needs to be spoken. It's getting in past the superficial waves of Georgian Bay to feel the deeper current underneath. I know that's why we're all drawn to water and terrified of it, right? Because there's this feeling that it'll suck us under. Because it will. Because it wants to bring us home. Staying close to the core. How come, why is it that we are so quick to flip the apple cart now? I've been noticing lately my mind is so very windy, playing with old messages of body image and attaching the most simple concepts to the to the larger proof that I am not valid. Does that make sense to you? Like, um, I don't make enough money. I don't have anything for retirement. Therefore, I am bad at business, and therefore I'm a loser, and I should shut down, and I should go flip burgers at McDonald's. Do you ever do that? It's called collapse distinction. Collapse distinction is that point wherein you knock over the house of cards because one single card won't stand. There are all these other cards. There's all this proof of my success, if we can call it that, in my client retention, in my reputation, in the love that I share with people and that is shared with me that I feel so blessed by. But I find lately the... It's like the tree's roots are so vulnerable that I so quickly upturn and uproot. And I know everyone's doing it too. It's just all so fragile right now because we're not staying close to our cores. We're so in the ethers of social media, our cell phones, Our likes that we self-abandon what a shame because we're beautiful I said to my sister the other day with the way I'm thinking lately I wouldn't be my own friend the things I say to myself and thank goodness I'm working my way through it I'm coming home and what I love is that in that process of upsetting the apple cart and then putting the apples back in, I also can let some of the apples go, the ones that are rotten and infecting the others. I don't need to pick them up again. And what I love is that I've done an amazing house cleaning, that in the total loss of self, the total loss of self-love specifically, 
I can come home to the greatest self-love and respect. Holy smokes. I feel so special right now. And I don't even think that when I say that, a lawnmower is going to come by and chop my head off. I am so special and you are so fucking special. you got to drop the F-bomb. I'm sorry, but you got to drop the F-bomb when you say that. Because it's just true. And I find if you drop the F-bomb, if you say I'm so fucking special, you actually jar yourself into hearing. I am as special as the water I am looking at right now, which is so clear and beautiful. The stones, I remember skipping stones when I was a kid with my dad. This water and all water holds such mystery and mystique and self-knowledge. So we return to it again and again to say, right. And you know what else? I've decided that I'm just going to show up from now on and I'm not going to worry about it anymore. In the last podcast, I actually admitted that I weighed 200 pounds and I was so, oh my gosh, I had such a vulnerability hangover after that. I was like, why did you admit that? Oh my God. And then I realized, hell yeah, because that's real. It's just real. We're all in this together and I just want to show up because I've got work to do. And if I spend my life hiding and being afraid what am I doing with this gift I have been given of life and voice and words and you know what people aren't drawn to me because I'm ambitious and fiery and pitta and you know clear headed and they're drawn to me because I love them Like truly, genuinely, I love that we are alive and I love that you are showing up. That's what people are drawn to me for. And there's a commonality that I bring because I really believe we're all in this together and I really believe that your story is important and I know that on the web we are all sharing the same story because we're all sitting on the same cobweb of Indra, Indra's web, fascia. We're all connected. So I believe in the commonality. That's what people are drawn to is because I say, oh, I see you. And I know what you're feeling in some way. I have felt it too. And that's, that's based in who I am, including the 200 pounds, the sometimes 180, the sometimes 220. You know, these three rocks just caught my eye. I'll post them. They are so vulnerable in their stance. They're sitting on each other. I don't know how they're staying there. But I know it's because of each other that they're staying there. And I know that it's because of us. We are more together than we are apart. And together, we stay close to the core that we create. And that's the thing that's going to keep us alive. People will die. People will die of COVID-19. They're going to die of cancer and heart disease and old age and Mack trucks that don't see them when they're crossing the road. And we can't legislate against that and we can't stop it. 
because it's the way life is supposed to go. So we can either choose to live afraid and isolate and silo, or like these rocks, we can say, I just I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on this little precipice of life. And I'm gonna sing out from the base of my belly, right from the core, right from Shashumna and Ida and Pingala, and I'm gonna say, I am special because I am full stop full stop so put away the hand sanitizer stop buying toilet paper we're fine let's show up stay close to your core You can do this, I can do this, but only if we meet each other on the web and say hello and hug. Risk it, hug. We're all love. Let's show up.